Hello, sweethearts. Thanks for joining me today on Love Letters 2, the daily podcast dedicated to wonderful and unexpected things. In today's episode, continuing through our month of famous firsts and first times, it is a love letter to Madeline Carroll, the first of Hitchcock's leading ladies. Although not a household name like some of her successors, Carol set the standard for the cool, complex, and sophisticated stunner, later dubbed the Hitchcock Blonde. Twenty years before Grace Kelly shared the screen with Jimmy Stewart in Rear Window, Madeline Carroll was catapulted into superstardom after appearing in The 39 Steps and Secret Agent. During her career, she starred in almost 40 films and then gave it all up to attend to soldiers on the front lines of World War II. I'm Alicia Mintz, and I invite you to join me today for this love letter to Madeline Carroll, Hitchcock's first blonde, coming to you right after a brief word from our sponsors. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dear Madeline Carroll, when most of us hear the term Hitchcock Blonde, we likely think of Grace Kelly or Kim Novak. These women conjure images of beauty, suspense, and intrigue. Alfred Hitchcock certainly had a type of actress he preferred for his movies. The Hitchcock heroines were blonde femme fatales. You all embodied aloofness, elegance, and mystery. There was, of course, a first Hitchcock Blonde. But you aren't a name that many of us know. Your name was Madeline Carroll, and you started the legendary image and portrayal that Hitchcock looked for in the rest of actresses. Madeline Carroll, you were the prototype of the stunning yet icy leading lady that Hitchcock would use in all of his films. Those who followed you were more famous and went on to have illustrious careers. The list of these actresses include Ingrid Bergman, Joan Fontaine, Eva Marie Saint, Tippi Hedren, Janet Leigh, as well as the above-mentioned Kim Novak and Grace Kelly. Many of the icy blonde female stars in Hitchcock movies became almost as iconic as the movies themselves. Many of the leading men of the time, like Jimmy Stewart, Gregory Peck, Cary Grant, and Sean Connery, also starred in Hitchcock's suspenseful movies, but they just weren't as memorable as their female counterparts. 
The master of suspense owes his leading actresses a great deal of the credit for his success. They were strong, yet sensual, and no doubt added immensely to the allure of the movie. And since you were the first, this love letter is in honor of you, Madeline Carroll. Not to confuse Alfred Hitchcock in any way as promoting the feminist cause, but interestingly, he did go against the popular female beauty stereotypes of the 40s, 50s, and 60s. He steered away from the sex symbols of the day like Marilyn Monroe. He didn't choose women who would fit the description of bombshell, and he never dressed his leading ladies in revealing clothing. You were all undeniably beautiful, but not overtly sexual in the obvious way popular at the time. On this subject, Hitchcock once said that the appeal of these characters and the actresses who played them was that a restrained sensuality was lurking under their polished and coiffed facades, just waiting to emerge in the right situation. This preference in women can likely be attributed to his childhood in England. Hitchcock once made a very telling remark about the leading ladies he chose, reminding him of proper English ladies who appeared distant and prim, but once in private would take a man's trousers down without warning. Clearly, he didn't just think these women were a smart casting choice for his film characters. They also represented his personal sexual fantasies and preferences. Film critic Roger Ebert made a shrewd observation when he said that Hitchcock's leading ladies reflected the same qualities over and over again. They were blonde, they were icy and remote. They were imprisoned in costumes that subtly combined fashion with fetishism. They mesmerized the men who often had physical or psychological handicaps. A positive thing we can say about Hitchcock is that he didn't make these leading ladies just arm candy in his films. They were the leading characters. They were intelligent, dynamic, daring, and did not rely on the men around them in order to make decisions. Madeline Carroll, you were the first of these iconic women in 1935 when you played Pamela in The 39 Steps. You followed up that performance with his 1936 film Secret Agent playing Elsa Carrington. Although neither of these would go on the list of his most famous films, you did set the standard for all future Hitchcock blondes. Madeline, you were born February 26, 1906 in England. During your career, you would earn the nickname of the Queen of British Cinema. You were not just beautiful, but intelligent. You graduated from Birmingham University with a BA when you were only 20 years old. Your mother was French and you could fluently speak the language. For a short time, you taught French at a girls' seminary in Brighton, but the theater was calling. Your Irish father was not happy about your career choice, but you could not be dissuaded. Your first part was in 1927. After you successfully transferred from silent to talking films in 1931, you started a syndicated column that appeared in several British newspapers called Health and Beauty Talks. Your aristocratic looks and elegant style, along with your acting talent, made you an instant star. At the peak of your success, 
you were the highest paid actress in the world when in 1938, you earned $250,000. This is close to $5 million in today's money. Paramount Studios promoted you as the most beautiful woman in the world. During your career, you starred with the most famous actors of the day, including Gary Cooper, Tyrone Power, Douglas Fairbanks Jr., Fred McMurray, and Bob Hope. You also had a great sense of humor. When a group of male college students named you as the girl they'd most like to be deserted on an island with, you responded by saying you would not object to that, provided at least one of them was a good obstetrician. At the height of your success in movies, you gave it all up to join the war effort. After you lost your sister in London to a German air attack in 1940, you decided to devote all of your time serving the Allied troops. You became a nurse for the Red Cross and put yourself in the line of fire working on troop trains in Italy. You also served as the entertainment director for the United Seamen's Service. For your courageous and dedicated service in the Red Cross during World War II, you were awarded the American Medal of Freedom. The message on the award read, Miss Carroll ministered to the sick and wounded military personnel under U.S. command in two theaters of operation and also gave extraordinary assistance to the U.S. Army and its relationship with the government and people of France. In addition, France awarded you with the Legion of Honor for your liaising between the U.S. Army and the French resistance during the war. Unfortunately, after the war, you found it difficult to reach similar levels of fame and success in Hollywood. You continued to act on Broadway, in TV, and on radio, but the highlights of your acting career were over. You put your energies to good use, however, by focusing your time on charitable works. You were especially involved with and passionate about helping children that had been orphaned or injured as a result of the war. In 1960, your contributions to the film industry were recognized when you received a star on Hollywood's Walk of Fame. The last 20 years of your life was spent enjoying your retirement in Paris and the south of Spain. You died at the age of 81 on October 2, 1987, after a long battle with cancer. Here's to you, Madeline Carroll, the first of Hitchcock's leading ladies. Your beauty, elegance, and sophisticated allure began an entire iconic cinematic style still being discussed and studied today. One of the greatest and most famous directors of all time chose you to be the archetype of his ideal leading lady. You brought a mystique to the screen that some of the most renowned Hollywood beauties emulated, but you were far more than all of that. You showed bravery strength, and fortitude during World War II, making you not just a legendary film star, but also a hero. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Love Letters 2. Until we meet again, darlings, stay in love. Thanks for listening to Love Letters 2, a Hemlock Creatives production. Feel like showing some love to Love Letters 2? We'd love it if you tell a friend or leave us a kind review or even come and visit us on social media. You can find us at Instagram or Facebook at Love Letters 2 Podcast. 
You can also reach out and email us at loveletterstopodcast at gmail.com or visit our website at loveletterstopodcast.com. Until we meet again in the next episode, darlings, stay in love.